Color Theatrical Productions and the Niagara Falls School of Drama presents Adventures in Earth. Written and directed by Colin Sears. Episode 1 Quest for the Carrig Pywin. Part 1 Greetings, my friends. You are about to hear a tale of great adventure, of magic and wonder, of monsters and wizards, treachery and treasure. Our story takes place in the world of Earth, a fantastic land where dwell all manner of races, humans, dwarfs, elven, gilithoc, grothin, and yes, dragons, though they tend to keep to themselves and are usually peaceful unless disturbed. We begin in the kingdom of Adbrethuin, ruled by good King Henry and his Queen Eleanor, from the capital of Ghent, a mighty city that spans a canyon above the mouth of the Great River. This, in places miles wide, river divides the kingdom of Adbrethuin into north and south. Beginning at the Dragonspine Mountains in the west, and emptying into the Strait of Gwynedd in the east. Hey, is this an adventure story or a travelogue? Oh, of course. I do get off topic now and then. Where was I? Somewhere up the Great River, and without a paddle before long if you don't get on with it. Yes, well, uh, upstream along the Great River, many days travel from Grant, lies the city of Hollowash. Like Ghent, it sits on either side of the river, joined with a bridge, so large that people have actually set up shops and homes along it. Our soon-to-be heroes are in the southern part of Hollowash, close to the river, in a tavern called the Drunken Troll. It is here that their destinies will change forever. And that's when I took off my hammer and broke his kneecaps. Both of them? In one blow, the knobby need git. That must have hurt like something awful. He deserved it. You should have heard what he said to Jax. Not bad, huh? It was about the worst thing you could say to someone of Jax's, er, uh, stature. Bearing! Someone of such noble batting as mine. Of course. Everyone knows dwarfs from the dragons by mountains all have gold running through their veins. Are you mocking me? You'd best not be mocking me. Dear Jax, that's the farthest thing from my mind. Yes, we've all been friends for far too long to think anything but the best of each other. That's right. And that's why together we are going to become the greatest adventurers Hollowash has ever known. when you meet up with a pack of trogs. Or a goblin hunting party. <laughs> Most likely what he always does. Run! <laughs> <laughs> they 
explains why they call him Grifflyfoot after all. Don't you lot mind them. They've had too much to drink, they have. I'll have to cut them off, I will. Oh, no. Hey, and you just mind yourselves or I'll have Orc escort you out again. <sighs> I don't care what anyone says. I think you lot could be great adventurers. Why, thank you, kindest and most gentle of ladies. <laughs> oh, stop it, Jax. Thank you, Gerda, for standing up for us. And when would you stop fidgeting with the amulet Mother gave you? You are making the candle flicker on and off. I'm sorry, Ingrid. Sometimes I can't control it. That's the nature of wild magic. It's okay, Anwen. Just try to remember to focus on where you are, just like we practiced. We don't need any unwanted attention right now. You're too late for that. Huh? Mm-hmm. How do you mean? Well, don't look, but over there in the corner. I said not to look. Who's that person in the cloak sitting in the darkest corner of the tavern? A little overdramatic. Aren't they? She comes here once in a while. Always sits in the same place. What if someone else is sitting there? Oddly, there's never anyone else there when she arrives. Even if they were there earlier, when she comes in, they're at another table. Well, who is she and why does she seem to be looking at us? She's from Gwent, by her accent, and she's been watching you for weeks now. Why didn't you mention it until now? Funny. I wanted to, but until today, it always slips my mind. Gerda, stop dallying with your friends. I got orders up. I have to go. Good luck. Like we need it. I think we might. Look. That moment, the mysterious cloaked and hooded person rose from their table in the darkest corner of the tavern and began to make their way towards the friends' table. What do we do? Well, it's going to look a bit odd if we suddenly leave. Let's hear what they have to say. Good afternoon. Would you mind terribly if I were to join your table? Yeah, sure. Not at all. Go ahead. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Why did we just say yes like that? I, I don't know. I, I wanted to say no. So did I. Yes. How odd. I was quite happy to let us in join us. A very astute young woman. You must be Cora Moonstar. That would make this young lady Enwyn Silverspring. Yes, that would make sense. You are of the Elven. And this is your half-sister, the half-Elven Ingrith Everin. That means this young man is Griff Fleetfoot. And, of course, Jack's Rockbiter. Kachkongu, nokvitrak kontokrath. One who speaks Dwarfish, and with such eloquence must be of high standing to receive such education. Why, thank you, Master Jax, both for the welcome and for not pointing out my poorly spoke Dwarfish. On the contrary, it was almost as though you have grown up among our kind. I have had the pleasure of spending much time among the dwarves of Dragonspine, but that is a long tale for another time. My name is Gonwin Apmagog, sometime advisor to King Dothfit of Gwynedd. I thought the accent sounded familiar. Ouch! What was- Shh! <clears throat> I've been watching you lot for some time now. Not creepy at all. You five are just the sort I've been looking for. And what sort would that be? Young adventurers out to prove themselves. Show the world that you're as daring and capable as any seasoned band of heroes. 
You got that impression just from watching us? I'd say she is very observant. That, and I asked around a bit. If you're interested, I may have an errand for you to perform for me. A quest, if you like. A quest? Exciting. A quest? You said errand originally? Shh! What manner of quest do you demand of us, Gonwin Apmagog? And more importantly, how much does it pay? The quest is simple, and I will pay you handsomely should you succeed. There is no question that we should succeed! That's the spirit, my good dwarf. Now, all I need is for you to retrieve something for me. We're not thieves, Madame Magog, if that's what you're asking of us. Speak for yourself. Anyway, she said retrieve. That means we're getting it back for her. Who has it? Griff is almost right, Cora. And please, call me Gonwin. That goes for all of you. Think of me more as a patron than an employer. Very well, Gonwin. What is it you wish us to retrieve and from where? Both easy questions to answer. I would like you to bring me the Kyreg Bywid from the ruins of the temple monastery of Abella. Abella? The goddess of light? The goddess that I serve? Isn't that a coincidence? Not really. That was one of the reasons I chose you five. Only a servant of Abella may retrieve the Stone of Life from its resting place. And I take it you are not a servant of Abella? I have served many in my time, men and gods, but no, not Abella. If this temple monastery is in ruins, how do we know it's still there? The Stone of Life, I mean. You know the Stone of Life, Jax? It is a legend among my people. The Temple Monastery of Abella was located on the North River that separates the Forest of Grell from the Northwood. The ruins are still there, and in quite good condition from what my scouts have told me. Why didn't you have them retrieve the stone for you? My scouts were of the animal variety, Gwarthvar. They could examine the outside of the monastery, but dare not enter it. No, that's what we're for! It's not ghosts or monsters they were concerned for. It's more likely some predatory animal has made it their home. Or outlaws. Right, so we just have to travel several days to a ruined monastery in the forest and possibly fight off fierce animals or fiercer men to look for a stone that may or may not be there. That's right, yes. And we get back to you on this? You can't leave it too long. Others have learned of my search, and it's only a matter of time before they come to the same conclusion I did. What's so special about the Carrig Bywood? And why do you want it? It's said to be immensely powerful. Indeed it is. I wish merely to keep it safe and possibly study it. If it were to get into the wrong hands, it would be disastrous. How do we know yours aren't the wrong hands? That's where you'll just have to trust me. You have until tomorrow morning to make your decision. I'll meet you, with all the provisions you'll need, plus horses, at the north gate when they open it at dawn. Until then. She said paid handsomely, and I swear to all the gods above, if I don't get my money. Oh, this is exciting. I can't believe that we've actually been offered employment. <laughs> Indeed, this is going to be so fun. Frankly, I still don't understand what's so special. Won't get into the details of what exactly was discussed, but needless to say, our brave adventurers decided to take up Gonwin at Magog on her offer. If they hadn't, this would have been a truly short story.
Our tale picks up the next morning at the north gate of Hollowash, where we find a pair of guards waiting to open the gates. Morning, Nanya. Morning, Conrad. You look a bit of in a bad way this morning. Were you hanging out at that tavern all night? <sighs> I was. Testing out some new ales. I'll bet you were. I thought your wife told you you couldn't hang around the tavern anymore. Oh, she did. But she can't tell me no more. Uh, how's that? I bought the tavern. What? How, how could you afford to buy a tavern? Been saving up, haven't I? Always wanted to have me on tavern, and now I do. That's why you've been taking all those extra watches and patrols. Yep. Made me enough just in bribes to pay for the tavern. Wait till I fix it up. It's gonna be a real class place. Well, I'm right happy for you, Conrad. Thanks, Nanya. And, as you've been my best godmate, your first drink is free. That's very generous of you, Conrad. Sun reached the morning marker. Time to open up. Right. Grab an end of the bar. Open the portcullis! Why, Conrad, look who it is. Oi, you, Fleetfoot. What is it, Conrad? Where do you think you're going at this time of the morning? My friends and I are leaving the city. Is there a problem with that? Probably. If Griff Fleetfoot is heading out of town at first light, it's likely he's in trouble again. Well, he's not. We've been given a quest. Bruh, we're not supposed to mention that. Sorry. The young lady exaggerates. My companions and I have been offered employment outside of Hollowash. Have you? And who would hire a motley bunch like you? I would. What? Who? Uh, <laughs> Conrad, Magog, your grace. You hired these... Uh, five? I have. And don't call me your grace. Save that nonsense for the Archdeacon Croft. Now then, I'm so glad you decided to take me up on my offer. Come with me, I have everything prepared. Now what would Gonwin at Magog want with them? Whatever it is, I doubt we'll be seeing any of them back in Hollowash. <laughs> Shame, I kind of like them. They were good sport. What are you looking at? Go on, be on your way. Outside the city gates, Gonwin had everything ready for the journey, as promised. There you are. Five horses, a pack pony, and all the provisions you should need for the journey, there and back. And just how am I supposed to ride a horse? It's got a special saddle. Look, there's even a small rope ladder to help you climb up. That's not what I meant, although that is a convenience. I've never ridden a horse. Well, these horses are well-trained and have been matched to the capability and temperament of the rider. Oh, look. This one came right up to me. <laughs> She's nuzzling my neck. <laughs> that tickles. They've agreed to help you in your quest. How do you know? Did you ask them? A druid friend of mine did. These fine beasts have come all the way from Gwynedd. Ooh, what's their names? Since none of you can speak the language of horses, they are agreeable to whatever names you wish to give them. Within reason, of course. I shall name you Fantasia. He thinks she likes it. 
I'll call mine Jade. Though I am loath to ride so magnificent an animal, speed seems to be necessary. How do you feel about the name Mist? How about Gerald? <laughs> no? What about Skip? <laughs> what? That was my favorite dog's name when I was a child. All right, then. How about Akon? That was my grandfather's name. I shall call you Stalion after the great dragon. You all seem set, then. There's a map in your pack. You'd best be on your way if you wish to reach Valton before dark. Wait, you're not coming with us? No, Gorthfar. I have many pressing matters to attend to. I chose the five of you for your resourcefulness and independence. I have every confidence in you. Plus, I've placed a few items in your pack to help you along. I'll see you in a fortnight. Well, how do you like that? She just points us in the right direction and lets loose the leash. Like we're hunting hounds. She never said she was coming with us. She hired us to perform the task for her. Perform the task? As though she isn't sending us to an abandoned temple in the middle of nowhere. Farda's right. There's no point in grumbling. You've got a job to do. And we'd best be doing it. So, this is how you see the world. I like it. Wonderfully comfortable, too. Come along, Stairdorn. Let's be on our way. Come on, before he gets leagues ahead of us. And so, the quest for the Curve Bywood begins. Our heroes rode along the west trail that follows the North River for several hours before they decided it was time to take a break. Oh, this is my cameo. I have to go change in my costume. Excuse me. I thought going by horseback was going to be easier. My backside is killing me. Obviously, you don't have much experience with horses. I have no experience with horses, but I am quite enjoying the ride. That's because you have that wonderful custom-made saddle. I don't think it would hurt to take a break. The horses could use a rest, and I'm feeling a bit peckish. There's a clearing just ahead that will do. Let's see what the old sorceress packed for us. These are some fine provisions. Dried meats, bread, cheese, <laughs> and some good ale. She's also packed some healing salves and potions. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Ingrid, did you get a new bow? No, why? Huh, it's magnificent. Made of wooded you. Look, Jax, a shirt of dwarvish chainmail. What other goodies are in here? Look, someone's coming up the trail from Hollowash. Quickly, put those things away. Start laying out our lunch. date for a ride, is it not? It certainly is. And where might you be destined? We're just... Just out for the day. 
breaking in our new steeds. And fine steeds they are. Where, may I ask, did you come by them? They were a gift from my aunt. A barrel of a bora. <laughs> fine gifts from a fine lady. Ooh. You seem over-provisioned for a day trip. Never be too careful. Yes, you'll never know when a storm might blow up. Even with a ranger for company? Even rangers can make mistakes. Uh, obviously. Well, perhaps I shall see you again. Perhaps. What if we see you first? Then it will be on the business end of my hammer. A bit nosy for someone just passing by. They weren't just passing by. What do you mean? They were a church knight. How could you tell? Apart from the fact that they were an idiot. Church knights are far from idiots, Griff. I could see the hilt of their sword protruding from their cloak. It has the circle and X crest of the church on the cross piece. Do you think they were following us? Most definitely. I don't think they expected to catch up with us, though. What does the Church of Omniance want with us? They must have found out about the Stone of Life. They are always seeking out and destroying relics of other gods. Why? They want their god to be the only one, so they try to deny the existence of the old gods of Earth by removing evidence of them. Well, what will that church knight do now they found us? We know that they're following us, so it's going to be hard for them to keep it up. Especially now they're ahead of us. Hmm. If I were that church knight, I would have figured out that we'd be stopping at Valtown and set up an ambush for us there. Then we just won't go into Valtown. Then where shall we stay for the night? We can't ride all the way to the temple in the dark. We'll stay the side of the river and find a place to camp for the night. <laughs> well, that was quite a meal. You're an excellent book, Enwin. We have Ingrid to thank for fetching us the rabbits. I wish you'd stop bringing that up. I can picture as their big eyes and their cute little button noses. We have to eat, Cora. But if it makes you feel better from now on, we will refer to them as conies. Well, it's been a long day. I am going to get some sleep. Me too. I will take first watch. Are you sure, Jax? You look half dead. Don't worry about me. You just get some rest. Okay. Good night. Good night. Half dead? Me? They don't know dwarves as well as they think. I've stayed. <laughs> Awake. Three days and nights. <sighs> While hunting trogs in the... Dragon's book. Huh? What? Who's... Who's there? I...
Huh? Huh? What? What is it? Attack! Goblins! Grab your weapons! Move away from the fire! Watch out! It seems our heroes have gotten into more than they bargained for. Will they make it to the Temple of Abella, recover the Stone of Life, and make it back to Hollowash alive? Be sure to find out in the next exciting chapter of the quest for the Caring Bible. You have been listening to Adventures in Earth. Episode 1, Quest for the Carrick Bywin. In Part 1, you heard Abby Gilbert as Gonwyn Ap Magog, Briar Wood as Enwyn Silverspring and Lars, Brianna Lezak as Ingrith Everin and more, Rebecca Sider as Cora Moonstar, Reese Taylor as our narrator Baldric Goldentongue and Nanya, Curtis Western as Griff Fleetfoot, Rylan Kudis as Jack's Rockbiter and Brom, Justin Lanigan as Rolf and Conrad, and Marissa Zoli as the disgruntled listener and Gerda, produced by Color Theatrical Productions and the Niagara Falls School of Drama under the direction of Laurie and Colin Sears. Adventures in Earth was written and directed by Colin Sears.